Summer is just around the corner and there's no better time to head to Walt Disney World to enjoy all the magic. And Away With Me Travel is here with a brand new opportunity to make sure you experience all the magic Disney Parks has to offer. So right now, when you book your summer vacation with Away With Me Travel in any deluxe resort for a three-day package or longer, we will automatically upgrade your Hopper Pass to a premium Hopper Plus Pass. The Hopper Plus Pass brings so many new adventures to your Disney vacation. From the amazing Disney water parks, Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon, to ESPN Wild World of Sports Complex, Disney's Oak Trail Golf Course, the Nine Hole Walking Course, and also the amazing miniature golf courses on site. There's so much magic for your family to experience this summer through Away With Me Travel and at the Disney parks. So be sure to get a hold of Justin or Jamie at show at awaywithmetravel.com. We hope to hear from you soon. This episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you courtesy of our Patreon supporters. Want to support the show? Become a Patreon member. Thank you. Thank them. Now enjoy the show. Round one is over. (laughs) Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That we all started by a month. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. My name is Jason. Those two incredible guys right there are Mike and Justin. And guys, tonight I am very excited to number one, talk about everything Disney. And number two, we're going to talk about my favorite place on earth, hands down, before we get into that, how about we take care of that little bit about us, Mike and Justin, my two good buddies, my two best Disney pals. How are you guys doing? Doing good. You know, all things considered, uh, I'm feeling much better. I, I want to thank everybody who's been texting, calling, messaging, asking how I've been. Uh, me, myself, I'm doing much better. I actually got a little bit of yard work done yesterday. I kind of pushed it a little bit. It was 70-something degrees here in New York. I went out in the backyard. I did some gardening, did some cleaning up, and um, I was a little winded when I was done, but uh, I definitely needed that little bit of vitamin D. Uh, Laura's still pretty sick, so I'm kind of, you know, I'll, I'll kind of feel much more relieved when she's much better uh and sarah's been great so thank you everybody who's been calling and texting and you know just asking how our well-being has been and um you know we seem to be on the mend so all things considered uh i'm pretty happy about that and i'm happy to see you guys it's another week howdy y'all my name's farmer justin and i'm here today (laughs) to tell you about what i've been doing in my life this past week uh Everything's been pretty cool here, except for the fact that we got this bright idea that we're going to plant a garden. Well, I told Katie flat out, I said, listen, this isn't going to be, I told Riley too, this isn't going to be one of those things where it's like, hey, we want a garden and we're going to do 20 minutes of work and then disappear and all of a sudden dad's down there and tilling the land and turning it, weeding it and turning it over and, you know, it's not happening. And so uh, I got to give Katie props, man. She got down there hands in the dirt today we got all the dirt turned over and got some uh compost in there and and worked it out and leveled it out man and you guys know where i'm where i put it it's down at the end of the lot and there were more 
uh, you know, all those trees and everything down there, there were more branches and, and mm-hmm. roots coming up through there that I had to take the axe and, and do all that. And I, I started feeling super, super manly. My hands were getting grimaced and, and, and calloused and, and just all that. But I, but I fixed that by letting Riley paint my toes. So I made sure to have a little yin <laughs> and my little yang and everything's right in my world. So we're, before you know it, we're going to have corn and uh, tomatoes and all that good stuff. I am holding you to the bar. I expect because everything in your house is Disney. I've been to your house before. I had a you know great time just when Jason and I were both there. Um, and you know, like you said before, your house to throw up Disney. I expect your garden to look like a ride through the land. I want to see hydroponics back there. <laughs> I want to see Mickey shaped corn because uh, you have a certain bar I'm holding yeah, yeah, you to yeah, right yeah. now, and that's where I'm expecting it. So I hope you took a lot of notes the last time you were on the ride because we're gonna hold you to that standard that your backyard is going to be the living with the land Justin version. I like I dug a small trench just to put the trout and uh and salmon in you know to where they can they can go back and forth right, so right. <laughs> hopefully hopefully we'll figure it out so other than that man it's uh everything's cool I'm excited to be doing this with Good. you guys and, today uh, let, let's 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 get right into the show guys because a little bit about me um guys I, I don't got really nothing I want to say because I want to get right into the show uh Justin and Mike you guys are going to take us down and we're going to go to like i said my most favorite place on earth and that is main street usa magic kingdom is there number one before we even get into this i got to ask you guys this question uh justin is there any other place that is just as incredible i mean and i'm talking the whole the whole gamut the whole smells emotions everything then standing right there in magic kingdom at walt disney world it's the perfect uh moment I, I think it's i think it's the perfect snapshot of a disney vacation because you do have other m- many 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 magical moments that happen while you're on disney property but the second you come on the main street and you smell the popcorn and you hear the the buzz and the chatter and you hear the music from you know the quartet and just the disney music playing in the background and then you round that corner and you see it, it main street usa to me is what Americana is. And I think that's what Walt always envisioned was that Main Street USA would be the perfect, ideal uh, American street. Like, if you could paint it and put it down on paper, that's what it is. It's Norman Rockwell in real yes. life. I mean, yep. that's that's how it always, when people ask me, what is it like? I'm like, it's it's like looking at a Norman Rockwell painting, but being inside of it. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, definitely. I mean, too, Mike, whenever you look at this, too, and the coolest part about Main Street USA for me is that it serves a broader purpose. Most people see it as, if you're not a huge, huge Disney fan, something that you see as a vacation, um, not a <laughs> lifestyle like we do, uh, you you may see it as a it's a gateway into a park to get to the attractions, right? This Main Street USA serves this massive purpose to where it's the start of your story. You are a part of the story, and this is the journey into the story. And for me, I think it does maybe the best job out of every land, telling that story. Mike, this is so powerful to you that you refuse to do it on a solo trip. This is such a, a, a wonderful place for you um, it, because this is this not the like the epitome of your family vacation right here in this area? Is that not the start of it? I think that encapsulates everything when I think of a family vacation. That 
moment when you get there, you've arrived. You know, we've always talked about, you know, the bubble, the bubble. Uh, so many people go to Disney different ways. Some people go by, you know, by, by plane. Some people go by driving. Some people, when you get to Magic Kingdom, you go by monorail, you go by bus, you take your car. But I think once you enter that park, you've officially entered that bubble and that encapsulates your entire vacation. And until you get to that park and to that moment, I feel like your, your, your vacation has begun. You, you've made that accomplishment, you know. And um, I, I can't see a vacation not being there, some part of it, when we're on a Disney trip. Uh, I, I felt like I've, I've, I've made it, and it's a success once you've gotten to Main Street and you can see the castle in the foreground. Do you think that, for, for me, it's weird because for a long period of time, I would always plan Magic Kingdom as my first day at Walt Disney World, you know, and my last. Because for me, seeing... Main Street USA was really the perfect start to a Disney vacation. Um, we've kind of gotten away from that. We don't really do it as much anymore. It's more of like, what dining do we have? But I did like the premise of like, all right, we're starting every vacation with that trip through Main Street. Um, and I think it's important for families to have those, you know, those routines with Disney vacations if you go a lot. Now, I got to ask you guys this. When you're walking into the Magic Kingdom and you're coming underneath those archways, which way do you go? Do you go to the right or do you go to the Always left? Always to the right, man. The right. Always. Always to the right. I agree. Always. Yeah, Unless you've got a special ticketed item and they bring you in on the left side. So, uh, which, right, which right. makes me kind of feel dirty. Yeah, dumb. Dirty. Feel weird, right? Not even weird. Dirty. <clears throat> but then I always wind up walking directly to the left. Because the girls always okay. have to go to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. No, I mean, and I think the the entire premise of Main Street, you know, when Walt was growing up and he was growing up in Marceline and, and he had this small town feel and the small town idea of what America should be. And the fact that he took those ideas, kind of rolled them up into a ball and just rolled it out. And what rolled out was Main Street USA for me, is the most Walt thing we get in any of the parks. I mean, and it's so sad, too. I'm going to say sad, because for me it really is. When you see 85 90% of the people spend zero time on Main Street. They spend no time there. They are heads down, straight, I mean, to Tomorrowland or Adventureland or, you know, wherever they've got fast passes. They don't take the time to take in what the story is of Main Street. I kind of, you know, when you talk about the story, Justin, um, is that... Like, I didn't know there was a story unless I dug into it. Can we put a little bit of blame on Disney for that? Yeah, yeah I think that you have to you have to want to know this story to to be a part of it. You know, the fact that it's July right. 4th every day on Main Street. You know, the fact okay. that's why you have fireworks. You know, that's why that, – that's there's lots of individual stories built into a, to a broader one that, mm-hmm. that is Main Street USA – and you have to want to know those stories and know more about it. You know, I've read lots of books about the windows on Main Streets, and, and, and there's just so much history that has taken place, you know, not only in Disneyland, but also Walt Disney World, because Main Street Disney World is kind of just a spitting image of Disneyland Main Street. So for me, yes, I do think Disney could do more, but without putting an attraction or without putting, let's say, more characters, and when I say characters, mm-hmm. I mean like the mayor and people like that, to tell that story, well, how do they do it? Yeah. Like how, because you can't force people to right. want and, to, to oh, know I'm a sorry, story. People, I was just going to say, I was yeah. going to say, um, no, 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 go. The, after I said it and I, and I thought about it, I was listening to you talk, um, maybe that story is something magical for the, the people who 
get hooked with Disney. Maybe that's something special for us. Not just, yeah. you know, because my dad, he could care less, you know, after I said it, I guess. You know, when I said right. it's Disney's fault, I didn't mean like they're trying to be malicious about it, uh, but, um, you know, and hide something from the public. But Is there something else they could do? Yes, yeah, yeah. But, you know, maybe right. maybe this is that, just that magical element, that, that time where you're walking with your VIP tour guide, or that time your, your cast member friend comes up to you and starts talking to you about some knowledge, uh, uh, you know, dropping the bomb on you. Um, you know, maybe maybe that little part of Main Street and that information, it just creates magic and uh, just, you know, just kind of stirs the pot of, of wanting to, um, you know, dive deeper into it. I mean, everybody has a beginning on when you fell in love with it. How many books have you read? No, oh, lots, lots, but and lots. it started yeah. at it started somewhere. I mean, it started with for me. It's it's a whole premise of like how much do you love Americana? Like how much do you love that generalized idea of what America is? Because this is what it this is what it is. I mean, Walt Disney was a true patriot, and whenever it comes down to it, and whenever we look at Mainstream USA. All it is is Walt's beloved idea of what America should be, could be, will be, uh, and and down the road. So for me, I think it's almost a a man. What's a good way to put this? I, th- I think you're almost missing out on the Magic Kingdom. You're almost missing out on Disneyland if you don't embrace the start of the story. Because look, there's a story inside of a story. The fact of you're a part of the movies. You know, you're a part of. That's why you see the 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 pictures coming in of Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, and all these, because you're about to be in the movie. So you have that story, but you also have, it holds its own uh, idea of a story inside Main Street USA in general, with the fact of now you are in, you know, middle America, Americana, you know, early 1900s, you know, living life, seeing the storefronts, you know, you're seeing the mayor, and the trolleys going up and down. So it's all there. The firehouse, it's all there for you to take in. It's just, will you take a second to stop and take it in? Do you think maybe it loses part of that because of the crowd level? Because when you walk through there, sometimes it's just so crowded and people are just hyper-focused on doing rides and attractions and doing the things that have been hyped up. Like, you got to go on Pirates. You have to go on Space Mountain. You have to do this. Do you think that maybe that they disserviced themselves a little bit and they lost that element because of the crowd and because that's your main thoroughfare? Do you think maybe if the park had a couple of other entrances, people might take that into more of an account of the story behind Main I think there's three reasons. I think there's... uh, uh, the one is there's no attraction on Main Street. I think I think that's a huge you know which I I like the fact there's no attraction yeah, on but Main isn't Street. Isn't that the only place you but, can meet Mickey though? Is it not? Well, you, well you you so I don't take that as an attraction. Okay. I take it as like a character meet and okay. greet. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's no attraction on Main Street. There's nothing that you're gonna you're gonna get in queue for and have an exhilarating or a ride through attraction, mm-hmm. right? There uh, is really. No, besides like the shops, there's no space to where you're going to want to go in and spend more than, let's say, 15 minutes. You know what I mean? There's nothing drawing you in. If you're Now, when I say there's nothing, take off all of our Disney hats. You're listening to a Disney podcast right now. The three of us have been doing this for three years. We love Disney. We're not talking about us. We're talking about the general uh, vacation uh, family that comes into Disney maybe every couple years that for this is just bleeding through Main Street to get to ride Space Mountain. Um, there's nowhere to draw them in to spend more than 15 minutes. There's nothing to, that's for, for a family of four that's going, oh, you know what? we got to do that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, three, and this one's going to shock you guys. 
I think one of the major reasons, and yes, Mike, this all has to do with crowds because, like I said, they're all, instead of going these other places, they don't have weenies to draw them other places uh, besides Cinderella Castle. I think the other main reason and what draws the crowds onto Main Street that maybe makes people want to just get through it and be done are PhotoPass photographers. Now, I love my PhotoPass mm-hmm. photographers, and I love the fact that they're on Main Street. It's, my, it's my, probably my favorite picture in all of Walt Disney World with, with the castle behind me. But the premise of there's a line of people already, and it's almost like an anxiety-filled moment for that family that maybe this is their first Disney trip, or they only come every now and then that, oh my gosh, we just walked in and we're already standing in line. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're just like, let's just get around this and get done what we've really seen on the commercials not the what we've never seen before. Well, you know, and also with that the um, you know, the round the round area where the, you know, where it goes around the flag, the hub, um, yeah. The, oh, it yeah, bottlenecks yeah. into Main Street. I mean, right, you do. Right, so right. if you've got a crowd yeah. there and it, everybody's bottlenecking into that little that area, well, I don't want to say little, you know, so I mean, is it can it be anxiety inducing, especially if you don't like crowds or look, on my first trip, I was pushing a stroller going, this is it. This is what I spent 5 grand on. Now, let me ask you guys this. Do you think that, and this I think would be a huge plus for people, do you think Main Street USA would be a better experience if they left that side passageway that are open for, like, the parties and things like that, you know, to where you can go in behind? If they left that open all the time to where people could just kind of bypass Main Street, let's say you're a local or, you know, you're someone who's there all the time, or maybe you just don't want to go on Main Mm -hmm. Street. Open that up. I mean, so it's, it's a thorough way to where there's right over to it's Tomorrowland. Just gonna, it's perfect. That's it. It's a perfect yeah. little. Yeah, I do. I think if they left that open, um, in fact, you could mm-hmm. even build a bathroom back there on the way. You yeah. know, and uh, it it would be great. I personally like my Main Street, but there are times where if we're we're heading right to Tomorrowland because we've got Buzz Lightyear, uh, I want to bypass it as much as possible. So yes, I think that's a brilliant idea, and I wish Disney would take it now. Um. Do you think Disney doesn't do it because they don't want those first timers of those Disney people to accidentally go that way and be like, well, what, what, where, where's my main street at? I mean, is that going to take something away from it? Uh, I'll tell you exactly why Disney doesn't do it. And it's the same oh, reasons. You ain't spending There's your shops money. Yeah, on you're main not street. Spend money. You're taking mm-hmm. them away. There's food on main street. Yeah. You're taking them away. And there's <laughs> photopath photographers where they can sell memory makers. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason. I mean, it's, you look, the the downfall is also the the upside mm-hmm. to it. The fact for Disney in in general is the fact of yes, it's a big crowd, but it's also a big crowd that's funneled into the best shopping in the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and a big crowd that's funneled into the best photo spot in the Magic Kingdom. And these families who want to purchase those pictures and those souvenirs and those kids that look in those shops and go, "Mom, Dad, I gotta have that," ah, you know, mm-hmm. and they're freaking out, or you smell the confectionery and you gotta stop in and get a cookie, or you gotta like it's all there, man. So bypassing that takes away. Dude, I'm I'm not I'm not kidding. I bet you by year's end, if you open that, Disney would see hundreds of thousands of dollars of loss in sales on Main mm-hmm. Street because families skip it. So we were talking about some of our favorite things, you know, on Main Street, some of the most memorable things that pop up that we can think of when it comes to, you know, being on Main Street. And something that came up that we've all had in the same conversation that we all agreed on was the windows on Main Street. You know, here in New York around Christmas time, Rockefeller Center has some amazingly decorated windows with Christmas scenes and whatnot. 
But I tell you, they can't hold the candle to somehow, sometimes how well the windows are decorated when you walk up and down Main Street. They're decorated for parties. They have different scenes in them. They have they have those kind of things that draw you in. You know, some some oddball jewelry that they might have, uh, stuff in the bakery that brings you in. Uh, Justin, a lot of the windows also have names on them as well, too. You want to talk about some of the names? Yeah, so uh, that's the one thing I love about the Magic Kingdom is the fact that it not only plays to what is popular in Disney culture now, you know, like you were talking, and we'll get into a little bit about some of the themed windows that we see on Main Street that always catches our eye. We always stop and watch them. But also, I mean, look, they pay homage to the past. They pay homage to the people who have done so much to build what we have in front of us. And uh, Jay, I know, you know, as you walk down, we've, we've talked about this a lot. I remember when we did Disney 8, we talked about this a lot with the fact of people forget to look up. They forget to, to kind of glance above. Everything's there uh, at eye level, you know, besides looking up, at, you know, what's in front of you. But if you look up to your right and your left, there's, there's windows there that really do tell the history of Disney. They tell the history of not only Disney World, but of Disneyland. Um, and some of my, I mean, one of my absolute favorite uh, windows that you can find on Main Street is the uh, iWorks, iWorks, stereoscopic cameras, and it's Ub and Don iWorks. Look, Ub, Ub iWorks was a uh, just an absolute um, key essential part of Walt Disney's life, being Walt's original business partner, and he kind of co-created Mickey Mouse, you know, that, that we see. So for me, whenever you look at something like that, it's there, and if you look up and you know the names, then you can be a part of not only Main Street USA, but you can be a part of history. And there's some great, great books out there that talk about each window individually, tell the stories. Um, I'll make sure to post those after this episode so that way you guys can check those the, out. Um, when we start talking about, uh, and this is this is one thing that um, I've, I've always loved, and it was, it was a huge admiration that I had for Disney, was the the honoring of um, the people who, who helped create this thing. The not, uh, look at me, look at me, look what I did. It's look at what everybody did. Look how important this guy was. Look how important she was. And they're always nodding their hat to um, those people. Can you imagine being in a position where your name is actually in, engraved on Main Street USA forever? It's amazing. Wow. It's amazing. It isn't. It's an incredible. Um, as as we're going down the list here, um, because there is there is quite a few. Uh, as you know, excuse me. As you're walking down the street, there's quite a few of them. If you guys don't mind, I would like to snag the first one. Let's talk about Walt's brother Roy. And um, it, it's if you can dream it, we can do it. His window is located above one of the first stops on the street. Um, Roy Disney. Look, Roy. Roy could have um, easily walked away from uh, Walt Disney World. The guy had money. The guy had a family. He didn't have to do anything. And this is this is what I love: is he was dedicated. He got Walt Disney World done, and um, and and I believe we talked about him on uh, extensively on a Disney Eight, Justin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, and I think he went into a story where um, you know it was on uh, Walt's deathbed. But this kind of ties into that. And, um, and he, and, and someone asked him like, why, why did you not just, just enjoy your retirement? And he said, I don't want to answer to my brother when I meet him next on why the job didn't get done. That was his answer. You know, even after Walt's death, you know, Roy and him still had this relationship of getting the job done. And, uh, man, I tell you what, guys, I would have loved to have shaken Roy's hand it's like I, we just were kind of like a generation too late when we were born, you know? 
How about one of you guys? What what window sticks out for well, you guys? One that I love and one that most people skip over is it's right above um, uh, the Crystal Arts is the MT Lot Real Estate Investments. Uh, and it's Don Tatum is listed as the president. And the cool thing is Don Tatum was actually the first non-Disney family member to become president of Walt Disney Productions. And he also played a massive, massive role um, in making sure Walt Disney World became, along with Roy, uh, the, what it is after after Walt passed in 1966. The the coolest thing that I love about this window, though, is it's not about Don. It's not about uh, MT Lot Real Estate. It's the fact that right under that, there are names of different uh, different properties, okay? And these properties are actually the list of the dummy corporations that Walt Disney used to purchase all the land there. In uh, in Central Florida, so you got Tomahawk Properties, sure. Latin American Development, I four, uh, I four, I love that one, I four, A Y E four, F O U R, Corporation, Bay Lake Properties, Re Re Creek Ranch Lands, Compass E Corporate East Corporation. So really, really cool window. That's a huge part of why we have the Magic Kingdom there in in uh, in Central Florida for sure. You know, one of one of my favorite spots to stop on. I actually have a couple of pictures in front of there, and I'll post them in the group. The Emporium, when you first come in on your left-hand side, they tend to have diorama pictures in there. And a lot of times, depending upon what movie is trending or whatever uh, is the popular movie at the time, they'll have a little backdrop or a photo there. I have some really cool pictures of Sarah and Sammy in front of Beauty and the Beast. I had them in front of, uh, there was a Nemo diorama in there. And that's one of the windows that when I first come in and after we take our first bathroom break, I love to go to those particular windows and get a picture in front of those right outside that store there in the corner are you kidding me diorama you 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 have me sold there you know how i am when it comes to that i mean to create a whole different world where you can just peek your head in you got three-dimensional art and you could just let your mind go that is 100 right up my alley i'm right there with you man i i can get lost in those things and the thing is is sometimes i feel rushed like uh i'm getting pushed on main street um uh, with the family you know am i in the way uh so i don't really get an opportunity to just stop and look at them because i'll be honest with you when we go out that way it's when we're heading home mm-hmm. you know when we're leaving the park for the day mm-hmm. and then it's uh you know it's kind of like all right all right are we done we like we're gonna go the kids are done we're hungry so i don't really get that opportunity to just really get into it but man they are definitely worth it um, you know, I love watching Riley and I caught ourselves this past time just standing there because now they have the ones that like when they move, I mean, like you don't realize that they're going to do something. The Aladdin one, you know, and, and, uh, beating the beat and then they'll move in the window and it's a whole nother scene and it's, you're watching the movie take place. It's such a cool spot to be able to peek in those windows and know that, you're giving having a story again. I mean, this look. This is becoming a recurring theme that Main Street USA is a story, and just the windows alone tell those stories. You know, one of the other things that as we're making our trek up Main Street that uh, I actually have a picture with, and I'll post this in the group as well too. Uh, a lot of times you'll see some street entertainers out. You'll see pictures of the barbershop quartet guys singing. They'll stop you every once in a while. And uh, have you guys ever had an opportunity to? Because I do uh, have a picture with the mayor on Main Street. I have not taken a picture with the mayor. No. You know who I'm talking about. You've met him there before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The citizens of Main Street? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of... A lot, I've, 
it's it's one of those weird things is people don't always see them and I felt like quite a few times on a trip I actually wound up running into them and I said you know what I got to take a, I got to take this opportunity to take a picture with them and I think we even took a selfie uh, the two of us together and uh, I, I thought it was really cool and I think you said I don't think a lot of people have noticed them there or they're just overwhelmed by walking up Main Street uh, what are some of your favorite entertainers when you're on Main Street well I love the fire chief I mean the fact that he's there. The citizens of Main Street for me are all, I love the fact that they play the role to Jay of saying like, what's that contraption you have in your hand there? You know, as you're snapping a picture, like, because they don't know cell phones. They've never seen them. They come from the early 20th century. They don't come from now. And uh, they have no clue what's going on. And you mentioned my absolute favorite with the, uh, you were talking about the barbershop quartet with the Dapper Dans there on Main Street. And it made me think of something that I'm really missing right about now. And that's being able to get a haircut. And I would give anything <laughs> to go on Main Street USA and have my haircut right about now uh, because I'm, I'm going a little crazy not being able to get to the to the haircutting place. So, uh, Jay, you have any uh, any? Do you ever stop and maybe check out those uh, the citizens of Main Street and talk to them? Let the boys interact a little bit. Can I? Let me just be completely honest with you here. Um, and, and maybe you guys are on the same sheet of music as me, or, or as guilty. When you go to Disney a lot, do I do. you really I'm bad pass about it. up a lot of that stuff? We'll walk right past the um, the the singers. Um, what are, what are the girls? The um, at Hollywood at, at uh, Hollywood Studios. Is that Hollywood Studios where the females are at? Where they're they're. I mean, I, I we'll pass those up. Um, you know, bringing it back to Magic Kingdom. Um, I do not take advantage of um, all the entertainment that's there, and they're so talented, guys. They're so talented. So I'm really guilty of that. Of just we're just walking past because we have our own thing to do. You know? Don't you think we all are though? Yeah, but you but you'll stop at Epcot, no? For what at Epcot? If you're walking around the festivals, if you're walking around the countries, you'll stop for the street. Oh, I do those. There. Yeah. Once in a while, it's nothing for me to walk past China while they're doing their thing, or walk past, walk right past the uh, what are the chair guys in France? Yeah, or whatever, dude, they're amazing. Italy. Yeah. They're amazing, but it's nothing for me to walk right past them because here's the thing. If I see something one time, it does not really pique my interest again, which is why my wife is just perplexed on why I just love Disney so much because it never changes. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Right, right. And because I'm a person, I'll never watch the same movie really? twice. And if really? Really? No. And if I do, it's got to be either super, super silly or um, it's that that good. Um, Hold on, and uh, I got to get into this. I got to get into this real quick before we before we okay. go on the show. Okay, so because like I have my f- top five movies of all time. Let's say Jurassic Park, probably one of my favorite movies ever. Right? I've probably uh-huh. seen Jurassic Park like I don't know hundred times, maybe. I mean, like I love like I'll put it on the background all the time. National. When you said that, I wanted to poke my eyes out with a rusty knife. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> National Treasure. Katie and I watched National Treasure three times yesterday because we slept to it last night. And I would wake up and turn it back on in the middle of the night. Like we, we've seen that movie so many times, we can sleep to it. You don't. Is that with Nicolas Cage? Uh, do, huh? I love Nicolas Cage. I do. I, I personally love You don't like Nicolas Cage? Cage? I do like Nicolas Cage. Oof. Yeah, they're making National Treasure 3, which I'm really excited about. Um, yeah. You don't have like a, a movie that you'll just like, you know what? I'm, I'm tired. I know I'm going to fall asleep. I'm going to throw a movie on that I've seen. And just so I can just nap halfway through and not feel guilty about missing it? Man, when your mind is as brilliant as mine, you just shut your eyes <laughs> oh, and let them believe. No, but uh, but in all honesty, uh, you know, look, this is kind of corny, but like growing like growing up, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, Factor, that's a good one, yeah. I would watch that, uh, you know, more than yeah. once. There were a couple, you know, a couple of small ones. But as an adult, 
man, look, there's so much entertainment out there. There is so, I mean, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus. I mean, for me to put on something I've already seen is you might as well just throw me in a hole in some some third world country isolation really? camp and just lock me up. I mean, seriously, it 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 like like there's so much out there, guys. I don't, I can't. So, Mike, what's your take on this? You, you think you know something? I know, right, <laughs> dude? I've watched Friends like a thousand times every episode. Simpsons, every I couldn't. Star Wars, I couldn't even count the amount of times I've watched every Star Wars movie. Goodfellas, I mean, I mean, I mean really? I'll, I'll, I mean, no, see, Goodfellas, no, nah, you know, he's once or twice. I mean, Star Wars, I've never I seen mean, Goodfellas. Yeah, I enjoy Star Wars, but uh, wait, you haven't seen know. Goodfellas? You've you never seen Goodfellas. It. I own it too. I've never, I've never seen it. You need to watch it. I've never seen that, and I've never seen what Monty Python, Holy Grail. Goodfellas is like the story of my life. It's growing up in Queens. Oh, uh, I love the Holy Grail. In fact, I tried to introduce my son to it until we got to the part where the plague went through and you had to throw your your kin on the cart. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, maybe this isn't for you. Bring it. <laughs> so we went ahead and stopped it. I said, we'll wait a year or two because I don't need you to see this. Mike, you uh, talking about entertainment, you know, uh, you you have definitely brought us into another subject that I didn't know this about, Jay. So I always appreciate these moments when we learn more and more about each other. Uh, what are we looking at for number three, buddy? Uh, well, it's definitely kind of ties into the entertainment but i think it plays in a very important role and that's the flag retreat um i think it's it when you're talking about signifying america that's that's that signifies americana you know you were talking about fourth of july on main street every day with the fireworks just something that i don't know if the people know also when you look down main street every top of the store has a flag on the roof now you'll notice that those flags don't get retreated here's a little tip in case you didn't know those aren't actually american flags they're missing a star they're missing a stripe so they don't fall under the same code where they have to be retreated have to always have light on them they wanted to give you that americana feel but they also didn't want to disrespect the american flag by not following proper flag code and etiquette. So that's why you have the flag with cheat ceremony, and it's usually done by a former military officer or a first responder. And um, I think they were even still doing that flag with cheat ceremony, even though the parks are closed. I think we've seen a couple of videos on that. I think a few members of our group have shared that video of them doing that. And to me, if you have the opportunity to, and you're anywhere near Main Street around that time, that's a non-miss thing you have to do. I think it just really hits home. I think now more than ever, uh, you know, the the pride and the and the 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 pride that Disney has in America, and I think that the pride that the American people have in America really shines through during that flag with sheet ceremony. Yeah, you see it once. You see, you know, I just I, I can't do more more than once. You know, I'm just I get. No, I'm just kidding. I love that. I will watch it every single time. <laughs> this, this, um, the, I mean, there's no, everybody that knows me and, and you guys over the last couple of years, you know, me being a Marine, um, uh, I have absolutely 100% love and pride for our colors, for our flag. And with that being said, I understand the other countries out there and their love for their flag and their country. So there's always this respect that I have for, um, you know, the Norwegian that listens or the South Korean that listens. So when when I'm talking about the American flag, I completely understand, you know, I'm talking about an emotion that you across the world have for your flag as well. 
And um, this just, you know, when you're in in this country, um, you know, you're a guest to the to our country, and and this is something that is just, just true to me. And guys, I tell you what, it's it's hard for me not to choke up during this ceremony every time. It's funny you say that because I do choke up every time, every time. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't watch it and not do it. I think it's the fact of you're already. I mean. Going to Disney is an emotional experience because you're surrounded mm-hmm. by the people you love. You know, you're in a place where it's positive and it's fun and you know that you're there to you're trying to take as much in as possible for that moment. You know, like you're trying right. to squeeze every moment for what it is. And the fact that everything stops and everything goes quiet for that small amount of time Mm-hmm. is just and it it makes you reflect you know what i mean on why you're able to do this why am i able to spend this time with my family why am i able and right. you know look i don't i don't begrudge anyone for walking past it i i really don't because i know you're on vacation and maybe you know but if you take the time if you take the 10 minutes um you're honoring a a, a military you know member right there in front of you you know, they always have somebody that's there in the park that is, you know, active, retired military uh, that retreats the flag. And it's just it's it's a very special moment for me every single time. Or or, or like Mike said, first responders. Yeah. 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 I mean, come on, guys. Does anything scream um, uh, American pride like uh, you're red and blue? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, really, um, it's it's something that that, yes, I will. I will stop. I will watch every time I will. um you know, if 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 the whoever was picked is out in the parks and I bump into them after the fact, um, you know, I'll I'll make sure I go up to them and shake yeah. their hand and talk yeah. with them. I mean, it, that's just how I roll. You know, uh, there's always going to be this common bond, not because I'm military, not but because I'm I have pride in my country. Well, too, it's period. it's the perfect opportunity. You know, a lot of families don't go to major league baseball, football, basketball mm-hmm. games. They aren't in places where they stand in a large group of people with the national anthem being played. This is a really good opportunity for you to teach your kids. I mean, it's a great teaching opportunity as to why we have what we have, you know, um, in a place that they're very familiar with. So for me, this is this this is the highlight of my mainstream experience. You know, you almost have to plan it because it's, you know, 5 p.m. every day. You have to be right. there. Um but whenever you know, and I don't always plan to be there. You know, I don't. If we have fast passes mm-hmm. or dinner, I'm not. I'm not changing things to be there. But sure. if it works out, it's it's the cherry on the. I mean, like cherry on the Sunday. Like it's it's the perfect experience on Main Street. Well, good on Disney in closing here before we move on. Good on Disney for taking the opportunity to pick that one person to to allow them to have the honor. It's not an it's not an honor for Disney to pick this person. It's the honor of that person to 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 be there to withdraw the flag, retreat the flag. And um, and I don't care who you are, who's picked. Um, it is an absolute honor to be in that position. And the person knows that Disney, good on them for uh, allowing someone to have that honor to do that uh, with on Main Street USA. The only thing I would wish is they would give that flag to that person. Yes. You know what? Yes. You know what? That would be awesome. And I would also, I would be cool with doing a GoFundMe yep. too, where I would buy the first 30 flags yep. on Disney yep. if they would just have everybody around it, you know, um, it, it, give give that flag with a with a card and they could put that in a case. You know what I mean? Well, you guys have been to my house. Even buy the case. Yeah, you've been to my house. So in my, in my living room is a flag flown over the United States Capitol building that was in honor of my grandfather who served in World War II. 
And I mean, that's like one of those things that you just, it's, it's a memory forever. So I love that. And good on Disney too, for like Mike said, continuing to do this tradition, even though there's no one in the parks to take part in it. You know what I mean? Every night they're, they're retreating the flag every morning. They're raising the colors. So good on them. Mm -hmm. Man, how the flag that flew over Magic Kingdom all day. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, and then to put it in a case and ship it to you with a little oh. thing saying this flag flew with a picture, on Magic with Kingdom a picture of you, you know, taking the, oh. Oh, man. Disney, come on, guys. I, I would be right there, and I would pony up some of my money, which I don't have right now, but I will get some someday soon after this is all over with. And, um, yeah, Do you think ahead. Disney has challenge coins, too? Ooh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think so because I've never heard that they have. Uh, Mike, I I don't know if they have a challenge coin um, for the general public, but what a great idea if Disney had challenge coins within their rank and file. You know what I mean? Where um, uh, you have somebody that spreaded the extra magic. Um, you know, someone receives a challenge coin to uh, you know um, uh, you need you're going to boost boost morale because it's it's a rainy day and and you're getting you're, you know you're going to get a challenge you're going to earn this challenge coin you're going to take that and, and run with it. Um, how you know you know that's a, that's a great that's a great concept. How could we bring that over to the guest? Any ideas? I know we're putting it on a spot here, but you know, how, how could management or how could Disney, you know, put these challenge coins onto, um, onto guests, you know, go home and, and spread some Disney. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a challenge to go home and keep it. How about we, we do a Disney dad's challenge coin and always keep it Disney. Oh, we can make we can make some and print and, and pass and, them around. And, yeah. I mean, you know what? I, 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 absolutely. And I'll allow Disney, I'll allow Disney to use its own name on its own challenge coins. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a but, nice guy. But you know, guy. I mean, that'd be a great idea, Mike. It really would. Or, or what? Or what about what if? What if they did? Because obviously, I've seen quite a few times many people going around the park with a veteran hat, mm-hmm. with a you know, or someone who's obviously been a first responder, or somebody sure. who's been you know military. Yep. Why not have the cast members give them to them and thank them for their service and a little Disney challenge coin? I I, I think that would be a great idea. Um, as long as they were specific and said they're randomly done, right, right, so right. it's not expected. Because man, we live in mm-hmm. an entitled society, and people are like, wait a minute, I. I've been, I'm wearing my Marine Corps hat. Where's my challenge coin? You know, I, I want my 37th one in my binder. Um, uh, you know, as long as it's, uh, oh, you know what? How about this, Mike? How about you get your challenge coin when you're chosen to to retreat the flag? Yeah, that's what I was kind of going towards. Yeah. That yeah, I like that because then it's not an expected from everybody else, but he he gets a coin. Um, it's at least uh, some to remember it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I still like having a flag better, but I'll go with the challenge coin. I think they do a certificate on it. Yeah. I think you do get a certificate whenever you do it. Um, I do like the fact they do the patches in the firehouse too. Mm-hmm. If you work for a fire yes. station, you can bring your, you know. Yes, I love yes. that. Super I cool. Absolutely love that. Yep. Yeah, if you've never been in the firehouse before, take a time. Take some time. Not only because you can get your sorcerers to the Magic Kingdom uh, cards there and, and play the game, but also you get to see all the patches from all over the world, from fire stations all over the world. Uh, first responders that are there. So, and if you're a first responder and you've never been to the Magic Kingdom, you can bring one of your patches, and if they uh, they'll put it up there in the firehouse. So, it's a it's a very very cool experience. I think we've had some people in our Disney family have actually posted a picture from in there, right? They had a, they were able to bring something out of yeah. posted, yeah. Yeah, in very cool. fact, yep. um, did we have uh, some of our fire or FD where they were trading patches? You yeah, know, I think in so. I here, think they did. You know? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yep. I know Dan, Dan and them did. Yeah, yeah, yeah they super did something. Guys. So, uh, yeah. Good on you guys for doing that. Uh, you know, I love my red and blue, man. I got the utmost respect for you guys. 
100%. You know, now that we've sort of seen the windows, we've got to partake in the flag ceremony, you know, there's one thing that we always have to do, and that's shopping. And, uh, man, I tell you, there's nothing more than I love than spending my hard-earned cash in Disney, uh, coming home with those memorable souvenirs. And there is a plethora of shopping to do on Main Street, uh, whether it be the confectionery to buy some treats, whether it's to buy, you know... Uh, a hat or a magic band or a pin. There's definitely plenty of shopping. Do you guys have your must-do shopping spots? Yes. On no doubt I do. Yes, okay. 100%. Yes. My, Justin, you go first. Which well, one is yours? I'm, I'm going to ask you guys this question first before I, before I name mine. Do you all shop as soon as you get into the Magic Kingdom, or do you end your night after a Kiskin night and you're shopping on your way out of the Magic Kingdom? Way out all the time. Out? Yeah, that's it. Justin, I, I don't shop. I have one thing I want to get on my trip, and oh. I get one oh, thing. I do not. We shop. I am not a shopper, even at Magic Kingdom. I know exactly what I want, and that's what well, I get. I'm laser-focused when it comes to the shopping. I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm going I'm to cheat. I'm going to absolutely cheat, and I'm going to tell you I have two stores, but it's going to be two that I don't think either one of you are going to pick. So I'm going to take them. The first one is The Art of Disney. It's one of my favorite stores. I love it. Uh, as you guys have been in our house, you know that we collect Disney art. We have, we're actually, we're running out of wall space. We need help. Katie's been doing so many puzzles and she glues them and she wants me to put them up that uh, we're completely running out of wall space. But we like to buy something, uh, either a new painting or a, a new um, you know, figurine or something every time we go to Disney. And we start the art of Disney, and if I really am feeling like I really want to regret when I get home how much money I spent, I stumble into Crystal Arts, and I go over and I look at all the amazing Crystal mm -hmm. uh, statues. I've only bought one the entire time. We have a few other figurines, but one uh, Swarovski, I can't say that ever, uh, Crystal, um, <laughs> and it's the Sorcerer Mickey, and he's like the highlight of our, our collecting, uh, you know, curio cabinet that we have so so the first time we were at your house you were showing us your stuff and uh rye walks in and she just she ignores us she walks right up to the cabinet where it's at she gets down on her hands and knees she puts her head down on the thing and she, she starts saying her prayer and talking and she 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 bowed down to the that's shrine it, that's what it is. and then she was like, like do it hey mr jason hey mr mike how are you guys doing and <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, man, you guys, uh, that is the, the coveted item in the suit house. It reminds me of a Simpsons episode where Marge starts doing art with popsicle sticks because Homer eats so many popsicles that she makes this <laughs> like like 30-foot Homer statue, and he's in his underwear. <laughs> and then it fast-forwards 2,000 years later, and they like this other civilization finds it buried, and they go, this must have been a god. Like, he must have, you know, <laughs> they must have prayed to him and all this stuff. So Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Mike? What about yours? Well, my must-go-to store, and it's always on the way out, we have to go to the Main Street Bakery. Uh, my kids have a sweet tooth. I have a sweet tooth. Uh even if you don't go in there to buy something, I particularly love the the decorated candy apples. Some of just the different times of year, they have different candies decorated, you know, and different kinds of Rice Krispie treats and all sorts of different stuff. Uh, you know, they got rid of that really good bakery in Hollywood Studios. They used to yeah, have the Dones one over one. there, which is really cool. And they have really artistic stuff there. So I kind of get my fill when it comes to being on Main Street, going to that Main Street bakery. Uh, Sarah loves the Starbucks over there. Uh, she has to go to get her frozen coffee whenever she gets in when we first, uh, much like you, Jason, she loves a good cup of coffee, but she likes her Starbucks. But uh, the Main Street bakery is a must for yeah. us. 
I don't get to do that very often, Mike. That's a Mike. Yeah. I don't get to do it. I can't do Starbucks. Man. Well, I'm not a Starbucks person. Yeah. I don't get anything. She goes in by herself. Yeah, Starbucks is not my thing. They're- but no, that. Hey, listen, let's, let's talk about that candy for the confectionery. Let's talk about the confectionery for a second. Can you handle the rush? Is that not the coolest? Is <laughs> Okay. All right, it is it is an awesome store, but could you imagine being eight or nine and walking that place for the first time? <laughs> How mm-hmm. that's as magical as you're gonna get right there, man. And then to look at your kid and go, "Oh no, you're not eating none of that." Let's go. Yeah, dude, we we stay out of there. Sure. We don't go in there because I I don't have a sweet tooth really, besides like very limited stuff. And Riley though she would she would go nuts in there. She would straight up have a tummy ache immediately because she would go yeah. uh, insane uh, <laughs> just going through it. Mike, that's it, do you know what the best part of, about the confectionery is? Is just walking by the confectionery. That's it. Like just getting oh, that smell. Smell that. That smell is incredible, man. Just incredible. Yeah, and um, they pump I'm that gonna, bad boy I'm out there too. G- well, I, it's one place I really don't go very often. If we got a couple snack credits, we'll grab something. But uh, I, I'm not. I, I can't go. I mean, like the the big goofy tubes of that powdered sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, like man, look at. I mean, I don't know. It's the presentation's amazing. It's a fun store. It really is. All right, I've got um, a fun. I got a fun thing, but we're gonna save it for Patreon. And I'm gonna go and ask you the question now, so you guys can think about it. If you could pick one smell out of your house that you would pump out to the public, what would it be? Don't answer now. We'll talk about it on Patreon. But you get to pick oh. one smell, and you have to pump it outside so everyone walking by knows. What, what, Is this after Mexican? What, sm- or? <laughs> what smell are you picking? So we'll dive into that on the <laughs> Patreon right. side. Before we go into that, let me let me, uh, let me me stay my store. And um, the only store that I absolutely have to go into every time is the Art of Disney. Yeah. That is yeah. my favorite store on Main one. Street. Uh, you know, I'm a huge Oswalski fan. I've got almost a whole collection of Main Street here, um, you know, including the castle. Um, guys, the, sometimes you get the artist that's in there. You know what I mean? That's uh, great. I've gotten my picture with a couple of featured artists. You know, I always thought I was kind of, you know, meeting a celebrity, you know. How, how, to me, you're, you're big time if you're on Main Street USA. No doubt, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so that's the store, guys. And, boy, can you drop some bucks in there. <sighs> Quick. Quick, very quick. Well, your main very, street very is quick. super cool, man. I mean, you you have to post some stuff from that at some point. Like your your main street's yeah. really really cool. I'm I'm trying to I'm gonna redo it. I I, I got sick. Of, I just uh, when it comes to making a diorama, if it doesn't look good, I'm I'm yanking it and I'll start all over. And that's the process I'm in right now. So, but anyways, I I absolutely love it. And when it's done, it's gonna be amazing. It'll it'll be uh, an exact replica of Main Street USA encased in my coffee table. With a uh, plexiglass on it, I love so it, dude. I'm, uh, I'm I'm stoked about it. I'm, I'm very stoked. So I'm missing a couple pieces. You know, eBay's kind of been scalping me lately, so I've just been putting it off. But uh, yeah, guys, you uh, you ready to move on to number one? Let's do it. Well, you can't have number one without saying the most iconic, amazing, photogenic thing on Main Street, and that's the castle. I mean, you that's that says Main Street. That's what draws you in. That's the magnet when you walk in. Uh, that's what everybody longs to see. I got to tell you. When, whenever, as admins, you and all of us know, when someone joins our Disney Facebook group, the first thing you see is their profile picture. I can't tell you how many people in our group have the castle as some sort of picture. I mean, you know, you found a Disney person when you see their profile picture and they have some sort of Disney background. And nine times out of ten, it's the castle. And that is definitely the best, most iconic thing that you always have to kind of stare and awe at when you're on Main Street. The most magical thing I've ever saw. I mean, it was um, 
don't know. I mean, what can I add to that? What can I add to what you said, Mike? It's just absolutely beautiful. Uh, for me, it's look, it's the most photographed building on the face of the earth. I mean, that's that's that says enough right there. It it's the perfect backdrop to the perfect weenie to bring you through Main Street. You know, it, it's the perfect symbolism of what Walt Disney World is. For me, the the view from uh, standing up on the train, uh, the steps of the train station, station, and looking down Main Street, and at the end of Main Street is Cinderella Castle, there may be no more beautiful sight on planet Earth than when you stand there and you look down that look down that street, and at the end is Cinderella Castle glistening in the background. It's it's just perfect. It's absolutely perfect. That's why everyone clamors. You know, kids growing up, they see it in commercials, they see it in movies, they they hear about it from their friends. They they want to be there, and that's why I always tell people, look, whether you're on Main Street, whether you're in front of Cinderella Castle, whether you're on Pirates of the Caribbean, um, although it's your hundredth, it might be someone else's first. And just always keep that in mind as 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 you're mm-hmm. around. You know, maybe maybe you know, move out of the way. You know, when when you when you wouldn't have done it before, when you see that one family right. trying to get a perfect picture that they're not at a photo pass photographer, they're trying to take a selfie. Grab the phone and say, "Hey, let me take this for you." You know what I mean? That way they get. Maybe they don't have the extra money to get that perfect picture. Um, it's it's an amazing opportunity to bring people together, and everyone huddles around Cinderella Castle. Not only when they enter the park, but at the end of the night to watch fireworks, uh, you know, go off over the Magic Kingdom and on Main Street to make this an amazing, amazing end to your night. It's it's where your journey starts. It's where your journey ends every single time you're in the Magic Kingdom, and it's why Main Street USA is the perfect Disney experience out of everywhere you could go. Yeah, Justin, you said it perfect. You know, it's it's that perfect frame. It's that perfect shot of Main Street USA, castle in the background, and what an amazing photo it is. And like I said before, a lot of our Disney Facebook group has pictures in front of the Magic Kingdom. Uh, that brings me to our Facebook group, and they're great at posting pictures. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Jason, buddy, why don't you tell me this week, what's your uh, pick of the week? Uh, I, I, before I pick, let me give a quick uh, a late birthday um, to uh, Lori Templeton's uh, son, Aiden. He uh, turned the big 12, and, um, and look, they had a lot of fun, and, you know, being on the quarantine, um, you know, probably not ideal for his 12th birthday, but they had an incredible time, it looked like, and uh, I just want to give uh, him a big happy birthday. Uh, my, my pick is going to be with uh, Seth Dawson. And today would have been our first day at the park. So instead of being at Epcot, I'm sitting at work going through pictures from Epcot over four years ago. Um, you know, I, I thought about that for a second. I was like, you know, that is such a stinging post because, guys, there's a lot of you out there that are supposed, like our good friend Scott Sobel, um, that are supposed to be at Disney right now. And that is just stinging. And, Seth, here's here's what I want to say to you. Thank you for having enough fortitude to go in and, and find the pictures and, and knock them out for us and share them because there's a lot of people out there who are right there in your position and – you know, you 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 just stepped up to the challenge, and you're like, you know what, it it stinks, but man, here's my pictures from when I was there. And uh, Seth, you're gonna make new memories, man. You're gonna do it. 
Mike, why don't you go ahead, buddy? <coughs> Thanks, Justin. Uh, my pick of the week is going to Katie Brenning. And Katie Brenning uh, had her two girls plan their Disney World trip in their backyard. Uh, they did a character meet and greet. They had Fantasmic and popcorn. Man, I tell you, I would have loved to have been there hanging out with you guys. Uh, love that you're keeping it Disney. Love the meet and greets. Very cool, very cool. Uh, you guys have my pick of the week. That's the perfect way to get through this. I mean, keep they talk about keeping a Disney, man. That's the way to do it. Uh, my pick of the week this week is going to go to our great, great friend, always posting. She's so positive, uh, Irene Smith. And she says uh, she's helping out um, some people by making masks, actually, during this uh, trying time. And she said, started making masks, keeping it at Disney, of course. She has a mini mask. She has a Cars mask. Uh, really, really cool. And that's what I've loved about this kind of predicament we're all in one we're all in it together and uh two you see the best of people as they come out and they create you know mask and, and do whatever they can to help their neighbors so uh really really cool thanks irene we love every time you post thank you for being such an amazing part of this disney family i can't wait to hang out with the smith family they, uh, they're the best <laughs> i mean they're just so cool yeah they're so cool really of all the pictures you could have took of me that's that one the deer in the headlights look <laughs> <laughs> and mike you look like mike Sorry. you looked like you're a senior in high school on that one yeah yeah so that's that. why i planned it i planned it so that way you know great i can't wait to, i can't yeah. wait to post a picture of your feet oh oh yeah yeah oh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah we'll talk about my toes on the patron side yeah, great pictures. You know, obviously a lot of us were, you know, we should have been in the parks around now. Some of us had trips upcoming, but you guys are keeping it Disney and you're showing your Disney spirit through and through with the Facebook group. You're helping a lot of us get through these terrible times. Uh, Justin, why don't you tell our Disney family the best way to be part of our uh, social media? Yeah, 100%. Uh, look, we have an amazing Facebook family, Disney Dads Podcast Facebook family over on Facebook. Uh, go over, join. Uh, if you have not done so, make sure to pick up that phone and join right away. If you are a member, I'm going to put a challenge out to you this week, okay? We just hit 1,400 people uh, right at it. Um, let's let's get 1,500 by the end of this week. Let's do it. So if you have a friend that you know loves Disney, that you know is positive and that you know is family-friendly, go ahead and invite them to the group. Let's get let's grow this group. Let's get a bigger family, and let's become you know uh, a, a huge, huge, huge positive place where people can talk Disney, a huge positive place where people can share their love for Disney and their families. And, and we can all be in this together because right now people are sitting at home. They're lonely. They're not, you know, this might be a, an outlet for people to become a part of a group that they didn't even know existed. So grab that phone right now, find that one friend that you always text or talk Disney with and say, boom, invite to the group and bring them in. Uh, also, why you have your phone? I'm going to ask every week. It's the it's the one way we love a huge hug to us, and that's for you to give us five stars on iTunes. Pick up the phone, five stars. If you love the show, leave a little comment. It means the world to us. You guys have no idea how much we appreciate that as we uh, continue to grow this Disney family and continue to push out the positive Disney uh, vibes throughout uh, the shows that we put out. So thank you all so so much. I hope you're having an amazing amazing quarantine, having an amazing Disney family time, and you're spending time doing puzzles like everyone else is right now and loving this extra time together i tell you a little secret sure. laura, laura ran into our um i don't know how she found it she was on our reviews for you know like our itunes reviews and she's yeah. reading them. she goes people really like you she goes i don't like you how do they like you <laughs> <laughs> i said it's not me it's the other two 
we've so. we've uh we've we've jason and i have doctored those oh, yeah, you know we go that. in and make sure you, you look good so yeah it's good <laughs> uh guys i've had a great time why don't you all uh I, i'm i tell you what for me that's my closing remarks thank you all so much for everything guys close us up and uh let's take it over to the patron side Mike, let me go and you can close it okay um sure the <clears> uh <throat> let, let's just let's just say that um there's a light at the end of the tunnel guys please stay focused man i know my kids are Wow, they are raring at each other. I mean, it's I'm I'm ready for um, you know for the next domino to fall so we can you know try to try to get over this little hump here. But I will say this, guys, keep 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 your head up, keep the smile on your face, and because it's contagious. If anything is is contagious that we want, it is that smile, that 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 love that you can you can share with your neighbor, even your friend across the street. Just wave to them, um, give them that little feel good because you know. To be honest with you, that's really what our community is all about, right? And and I know you guys got it inside of you. So with that, um, have a great weekend and get caught up on some Disney+. Plus. And Mike, Mike, it's all yours, buddy, before I get long-winded. <laughs> you know, we talked a lot, about, a lot about our absolute most favorite place in the world, and that's you know Main Street, USA, Magic Kingdom. Um, hopefully tonight we jog some memories, some family memories, some stuff you guys can talk about with the family. Uh, yeah, we're all sad. It's all unfortunate we can't be there. But soon enough we will be. Soon enough we'll be able to rekindle those memories and, and start new ones. And uh, I had a great time talking about it with you guys tonight. And soon enough we'll be back there eating some popcorn and walking down and skipping down Main Street and probably spraining my ankle in those tracks like I usually do. But uh, <laughs> but better times will come soon enough. See you guys soon. Have a good night, guys. Good night. Good night. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue... That dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. And Let the that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.